Previously on Reality Roundup. Everybody seems to be upset that Cody isn't fighting for any of the relationships. Well, I mean, I think he's a bit jaded at this point, to be honest. He's not fighting for Christine, not fighting for Mary. Mm-hmm. I wish that he, he would start over with Mary. You know, I was, it was crappy what she did, and I was definitely against her at that time. We all thought she was leaving. But, yeah. To have that and the bed and breakfast happen all right. around the same time. But, like I said, there's there's been a lot that's happened in her life. And I really think she's done some soul searching and has changed. I see it in mm. her. She's a different person than she used to be. She's better than she was before. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Reality Roundup. Volume number 23, Little People, Big World, Season 24, Episode 2, One Word Short, is the title. Um, Our app said it was one word short of saying the right thing. (laughs) By subscription, we are going to have The Single Life, Season 3, Episode 9, Back to the Wood, Love During Lockup, Season 4, Episode Whatever, (laughs) Death. Who knows? Yes, Death Till Death Do Us Part and Sister Wives, Season 17, Episode 9, A Polygamous Divorce. That is the order we are going to do it. If you tuned in here for Sister Wives, you are going to have to subscribe. Mm. That is it. I think um, our take on Sister Wives might be a little different than most. The other podcasts I listen to that talk about Sister Wives have just like listened to it or just watched it for like two seasons. Really? Yeah, could you imagine just going into something wow. after two seasons? You've missed so much yeah, on these I try to tell them to go backwards. You've really got to get a feel for this. It'd you be, really do. It just doesn't do it justice. No, they've gotten to this point with time. Yes, they have. In a lot of events. That was our preview episode. Our intro was Sister Wives, so... But I, what I try to do is get you interested or whatever's going to get you hot and bothered early. And then I get a whole show of you animated. But this time it's me. But this time it's me because I'm hot and bothered Mm, about little people, big world. Well, bring it. Well, what are we looking at here? I mean, I, we called it and I think I called it two weeks ago. I I like, Mm. I'm not right very often (laughs) just because that's what I do. I'm not right. Maybe you're just good at criticizing women. Oh, I don't Maybe like... Maybe you're one of those. I don't like your tone, but I am right about Karen. Yeah. So the whole thing here, I said a couple weeks ago that something felt a little funny about all of this. The fallout. Yes. Zach and Tori. Well, it was more between Tori and Karen is what I was mm. thinking about because we didn't see that happen. Yeah, because she was like the doting step-grandma, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden, they don't even take the kids around anymore. And then they use words like, the kids loved Yeah, that was a D. Them. That's a D they put on on the end. Yeah. That's past tense. Right. The kids actually, in all honesty, probably still love them. Uh Uh-huh. But it Uh means they're not going to actively engage. (laughs) Yeah, Tori loving them. Tori said, "When the adults aren't getting along, there's going to be some issues with the kids, also." Mm-hmm. So my theory is this, and every and my theory was this weeks ago, and everything still points in that direction. 
that Matt and Zach had a sit down about the farm. And we knew that Karen was present because they said that. And we knew it last season. Right. But I think what we didn't know is that this turned out to be the source of, of the problem. Yeah. Zach was surely offended, not only that she was there, but evidently... That she spoke up. Yeah, her position on this. Maybe she told Zach what he should do is what I, w- what I would imagine happened. And I can only guess that Zach went back and... And she's getting the whole conversation through, through Zach's glasses, and so Tori, it's, yeah, but mm-hmm. Tori's getting it through Zach's glasses. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sure Zach is completely offended at Karen's intervention in their negotiation of the farm, mm-hmm. which was already going poorly anyway. Right. I mean, you'd get it. What if we're here having a family issue? And somebody from outside of the family came in and told us how we should handle something. Yeah. How would that go with you? Um, <clears throat> there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. We would quote Mike from 90 Day Fiance, who would say, don't let the door hit you. <laughs> or the good Lord or split the good you. Lord split you. We identified so much. I knew So it. much. I saw this. When I saw the episode with you, I actually saw it twice because I was so excited when I heard Tori talk about their third child. Yeah. And I went, wait a minute. This is exactly Exactly. what we went through. We talked about it last week that our age differences between our kids are much more spread out than theirs are. Mm -hmm. But we also were boy, girl, boy or are boy, girl, boy. Mm -hmm. And by the third child... I thought it was great. Attitudes are completely different. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Lila comes literally crashing into Josiah hard. And really not a whole lot happens. If that was a first child or a dog or somebody. Spanking butts or something. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd, you'd surely be, be terrified. Yeah. One, this boy doesn't bat an eye and he takes a headbutt to the yeah, chest. He he's is still sleeping. He's already used to the noise level in that right. place is just high. Which you can remember, even with our first kid, you know, everybody whispers. Yeah. Nobody make any noises. By the third one, nah, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. They got to learn to live with it. It was the telling thing for me was what did she say when when um, Zach asked about the yeah, kids? Yeah, they were kind of talking about like checking on the kids. And she's like, eh, nobody's screaming. <laughs> it's got to be all it's right. It's got to be all right. There could be literally a fire in the other room. Mm-hmm. Eh, they'll probably put it out. Yeah, It'll be all right. I think a more telling thing for me was how Tori's position on really taking in the third child. Yeah, it'll probably be the last and just kind of savoring, even getting up in the night, which I was the same. This Treasured thing. it, really. Mm-hmm. I knew it was my last. I knew it was my last when I got pregnant. And I just had a miscarriage right before. So we had kind of talked about giving up because we'd given ourselves a deadline on having the last child. But after the miscarriage, you said, well, let's give it, you know, another month. And then I got pregnant again, Mm. and then we had him. So I really treasured it. Mm. 
So I just saw you staring almost starry-eyed at the screen. Yeah. Because you identified so much with Tori there. Like, this is it. And I I think so much of it is... And she had a miscarriage right before this, too. So she's in the same position that I was in. To really... And you know it's the busiest thing ever. But at this point, look, she has got this down pat. I mean, nobody's got motherhood licked. You know what I mean? It's not like she's never gone through three before. But she's got a system and a routine. Yeah. Got her house set up the way she wants it. Yeah. I think she is prepared. Her And it really looks like her mind is in the right place. Yes. She's not looking for anybody to help her. No. She has got this completely. Yep. And she said, you know, um... I think I'm even recovering faster because I have to, because I have two little kids to chase and I got to get up and moving around. And she said how nice it was to be home and how awful it was to be in the hospital knowing your kids are at home. And I was the same. I didn't wait to get home. COVID had to be a big part of that also. Yeah. I. She couldn't have visitors, I would imagine. Mm-hmm, probably. There's just so many different things going on that it had to be just mm-hmm. that much harder. Mm-hmm. So I think um, she's really happy. You could see it in her eyes and her face. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like she was bothered too much by Karen not being around. No, not at all. It it, it almost, a lot of times you you'd see that somebody is upset that there's family strife. Yeah, and she even said, well, I heard that Karen's been telling people in town that she's waiting for the olive branch to be extended to her to work things out. She said, I think a dove came and took our olive branch somewhere else. To another island. Wow. Okay. That was something. I mean, we Not looking to fix things and patch them up anytime soon. She didn't care. You could see it. it, it's probably impacting Karen. Do you think Karen realizes that she's done something? I don't. Because she said, I wish I knew how to fix it or what had happened. Said she doesn't have the tools to fix it, Mm -hmm. is what she said. You know, it struck me all along that she's a bit more involved. We see that Matt let her pick the layout and the house style that they were going to have. Yeah. This shocked me. Mm-hmm. This was almost a straw that broke the camel's back. Something's different. Yeah. Amy would never have been allowed to even have input a say on the house. Because she was too dumb, mm. according to him. She didn't know what she was talking about, about anything. Wow. It's why they fought all the time. Sure. He had to have control. And he's relinquishing control so easily yep. to Karen. I said to you that he's different with Karen than he was with Amy. You think that's a lot of Amy's problem with all of this? She has never really said anything too bad about Karen, has she? No. No, because they were friends before, so the angst comes from... Maybe you'd be friends. You were a friend, and now you're with my ex-husband. Yeah, now you're with... And that is an issue. I think that would still be an issue for me. Right. How that all went down. Yes, I agree. Just how close of a friend were you? Yeah. Is what comes to mind. Yeah, the whole thing. I just don't quite get it. Although, I mean, we don't know that, that that's what happened. But everything points towards Karen in that room, mm-hmm. negotiating, 
opened up her mouth and offended Zach in some way. Mm-hmm. Inserting herself in family business. Yeah, and it looks like Matt is at a point where he's saying, look, we could, uh, I probably could have brought both of the boys in and we talked about it. Didn't we assume that happened? Yeah, I mean, he did it with them separately. First it was uh, his brother and then it was him. Mm. So, you know, they never really gave them the opportunity to work it out together. They kind of let them approach them as separate families. So Matt was saying that, you know, that was probably a mistake. In hindsight, he should have sat them both down together and said, what can you guys work out together? That all sounds good in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. But as he's talking with his little friend there, Mm -hmm. he calls him, he's created little monsters. Monsters. And I like gasped when I heard that. I'm like, what an awful thing to say. Well, so here, when he's sitting at these little interviews Mm -hmm. and the camera's there, I think you kind of pay attention to what you say. Mm -hmm. But I think this conversation with his friend. Maybe, was a little more candid. Yeah, maybe he got a little lost in the conversation and almost forgot that the camera people were there. Mm-hmm. You could hear the guy buttering him up, and then the conversation gets real relaxed. And you see his friend try to save him and say, you know what, maybe the farm is the monster that's been mm-hmm. created. But the, the cat's already out of the bag. He'd already said what he needed to say. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of stopped and went, you didn't just say you created monsters. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, his whole attitude is that they're they feel like they're entitled, entitled. to something. Mm-hmm. He said even people in town somehow got the impression that he had at some point said they would inherit the farm, and he said he never said that, and he said it was his fault for giving people that impression because that was never his intention. Mm-hmm. Last week, I was pretty rough on Chris. Because he used the word legacy. Right. That that implies something. It does. But I guess his intent all along was, you guys are going to pay me for this place. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with earning it. And I get Mm -hmm. it. Look, he's entitled, surely, to have a place and an ability to have a retirement and, and, and have the profits of what he has earned. Well, I'll tell you right now, I don't think it was about money. I think... His decision not to sell it to Zach was based on the fact that Zach wanted to run things. Yeah. He did not it's, want Matt to remain the the primary decision maker. And there's no way. he wastes a lot of money on, you know, dinosaurs and stuff like that. Yeah, d- and right. so he thought, you know, they could tighten the belt and run the farm more efficiently. And finish projects instead of just starting them. Right. If you've just started watching little people, I mean, I guess it would be the same. It'd almost be the same way, like just watching the recent years of Sister Wife. I mean, there's 23 other seasons of Little People, Big World. Right. And Matt is like a hoarder of decor. For the for the farm and the, future uh, projects and future attractions, and he gets these big things that have to be stored in barns, you know that he may or may not end up using someday. And all of these ideas, grand and, plans, and that stuff that never. He's like Wendy of Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. I want to start something new. 
every other day. Yeah. <laughs> it's never enough. No. So Zach wanted to take over making those decisions, the buying and the planning projects and that kind of thing. Because he felt like he was less impulsive and would, you know, make more decisive moves. And he said, I, you know, I'm not interested in buying the farm if my dad is going to maintain control. Mm. That's not what I want. I don't want to do things his way. I want to do them my way. You think and, there could have been something worked out. Right. And so I think my personal opinion is that, and it was reiterated in the conversation Matt had today and in, in the current episode, was that. Zach communicated that at some point in their negotiation, and Matt didn't like that because he wants to be in charge. You think maybe Zach could have put things poorly and insulted Matt in it's that? It's possible. And 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 Karen, her reaction could have been you, you know, in his defense. Yes, mm -hmm. like maybe show respect to your father or whatever. Right, and that wouldn't have gone over so well. No, and and Matt and. He reiterated it today, I felt like, because he said something about, well, you know, Zach wants to have his own mm -hmm. dreams and, and his own way of doing things, and I have to respect his wish to mm -hmm. do that. So I, that made me think, it pointed to that again, that he had his own vision for the farm. Yeah. And, Zach, and Matt didn't want it to change. He and didn't like it. Matt's not saying anything about Karen's intervention that that nope. is even an issue no nope. so it it almost tells me like it's a bigger issue than we think if matt's not even talking about it mm -hmm. and he's trying to take baby steps to get back in their good graces mm. he's he's talking about that a lot well he's visited and she hasn't right so, so that means... tells you she's the problem she's not welcome and she knows it and it appears by tori Right. Zach's issue still seems to be with Matt, and maybe he's siding with Tori. Mm hmm So it's um, it's kind of a big deal. I was rough on Chris last week, but yes, he redeemed himself. He, I told you he was a good guy. He did he's all just right. Just not this used to time. being with kids. Yeah. I think the pedal idea was dumb. We would have known that it would the pedal would have just flipped over. Mm -hmm. You would have had to to do that. You would need to put a block on both sides of the pedal. This mm -hmm. is mere physics. Mm -hmm. If we know how pedals work, that's even, what you'd even have to the do. the weight of it. Yes. Same weight on both sides. Close, but not quite. So, But it still worked great gift. I think he was afraid that Zach and Tori would take offense to him buying a bike. So, you know, so it looks like. Because it was a first bike. Yeah, it looks like his his heart's in the right place. It is. And so, I told you that. I am probably going to cut him some slack. At least for a week. Amen. Right. Even though he's afraid of the baby. Yeah. They're well, so fragile. Well, again, because he hasn't spent any time with babies. Yeah, you saw his you know. regret. Yes. As fun as it was and exciting as it is to show these first experiences to the grandchildren, it, I could see it would make you, uh, I guess... Realize that you missed something. Yes, but also understand that for every one of those, there are hundreds thousands of other experiences yes there are <laughs> so 
Particularly so, in the teen years. So as a grandparent, I think all you've got to do, you know, especially we talked about that. You notice when she was talking about how easy the boys were and yeah, she said, well, when it comes, when it comes to Lila, to Lila um, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew what that meant. Uh-huh. I mean, she was trouble. And we looked at each other. So we know we had a similar exactly experience. what you mean. <laughs> Amy was talking about losing weight. And she was hard on herself. Yeah, but she was. Look, seven pounds in eight weeks is right. It's great. That's it, really it, good it, for it, a woman because the average weight loss for a woman's like half a pound a week. Right. And so she's so hard on herself, but that is really the prop. It is right on board. You shouldn't yeah. be losing more than a pound no, a week. No, because if you lose it faster than that, you're probably going to gain it back. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. So, I mean, she's doing the right thing. So that's good. Unless your name is Steve Burgess. Right. And then you just drop it all. And yeah, just take off. it all off at once. Uh, two weeks and it's done. What am I? I am at... I've right, lost 20, 20. I'm at 20. I mean, that's where I've stopped. Peak to now. Right. I'm maintaining my goal weight. Yeah, we're good. We are going to talk... We have a fun episode. This will be a fun episode for us. I guess if you listen Anything's to our personal podcast or anything like that, um, we are somewhat COVID-free, I guess. Yeah. We're still scratchy and sound a little rough. Our dog, if you listen to our personal podcast, is making a rally. Yay. So she is still, and she sits up and you will hear her panting. Mm-hmm. She, I think she heard me talk about her. She has a... Um uh, breathing issue, so she's a little louder than usual, but she is managing it at the moment and is feeling more herself today than she has since last week. So she's making a rally. So yes. that's good news on on the uh, on the personal front. <sighs> Such a relief. Yeah, I think this is maybe the first day in I don't know, I can't a month maybe that we feel normal. Yeah. So and we're spending the time with you. So, and we're going to talk about single life, love during lockup, and we're going to hit a home run at the end with season 17, episode 9 of Sister Wives. So stick around, stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com